Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have an amazing guest. He's a repeat guest. He's none other than Mr. George Ross, all the way from Long Island. Welcome, George. Good to be here. Well, good to have you. George, of course, is best known for his role in the Trump Organization, having been executive vice president of that organization for a number of years, having done the very first deal with Donald when Donald was 27, uh, in business for over 60 years, author of two best-selling books on real estate and negotiation, taught at the law school at NYU for over 20 years, and you did, what, 700 and some deals for Goldman and DiLorenzo before? 20 years, correct. That's how you practice, is doing hundreds and hundreds of deals. So great to have you here again, George. Good. Good to be here. Would love to get your perspective just to start out with. We just got some new statistics from the National Association of Realtors. And, and I hate national statistics because, as we know, real estate's hyper-local. But they do tell an interesting story, which is that at least on a national basis, prices for residential real estate are up 23.6% compared with last year. Over half the houses are selling in multiple offers above asking price. Even in my home city here in Canada, we're up 35.2% year over year, clearly not sustainable. You've been through, I don't know how many market cycles, five, six at least in your career. If you were in today's market, would you be aggressively buying? Would you be pausing and waiting for a pullback? What what would be your stance? Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. You know, it's a, this is one where, what does your crystal ball say as against my crystal ball? It's a, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. Uh, one thing is going on, which is very important that I, I don't know that uh, you're aware of, whether your uh, people on the call are aware of, is that the prices of construction have gone way up. And therefore, anything that's existing has a greater value because it's existing. I mean, prices of lumber and materials has just skyrocketed. And not only it's the price, but there's a scarcity. And it's the scarcity, Daisy, which is driving a, a wedge between new construction and existing construction. So anything that's already built has an advantage because it's built. And to replace it or to build something just like it would, would require more money than it's been really the, the value is, is not there. In other words, you're saying uh, something that would be worth 500000 that to build today, might, you might have to uh, end up with a very minor profit in order to meet the, the uh, profit margin you want or the, the risk you're in doing the building. So I can't give you an answer to this uh, because there is none. It's It depends on the location. It depends on exactly what you are doing and what you are building. And you run the typical risk of what the value of the property is now and what the value will be when you finally built it. Well, your point about construction prices is a good one. And that's one of the key questions is, are these are these elevated prices a temporary blip or are they here to stay? I mean, over the last 40 days. No, the answer is they're here, they're, they're, when they're here to stay, they are, they're not here to stay. There hasn't been a raise in price, but it's, it's not the, 
it's not going to continue anywhere near the rate, I think, of, in, of what has happened in the past uh, six months or a year. So I th think that part of what has uh, occurred has been driven by the fact that we had the COVID, you had the problems, and uh, there was a, a, a gap because people were, were pulling back from not doing investments or doing building. And now all of a sudden there's a rush to build. Now when there's a rush, the supply line for materials doesn't keep up with demand because the demand started so late. In other words, it didn't, it's not normal demand. This is not saying, well, this is not like what happens in an ordinary marketplace. This is what happened in a specific uh, problem where there was no marketplace for, or a limited marketplace for quite a while. And now all of a sudden, everybody wants to get back in. So you now end up, they're trying to get the same material. They're trying to get the, the lumber and it, it's, uh, it's just not there. Not that it, it's a higher price. You can't get it at whatever price. So the, the uh, demand is there. It's just that uh, you know the material is not there, so you have to uh, wait, or you have to, and and the people that are not willing to wait are willing to play a, pay a premium. So you you got a you got a a hot market, but I to a to a great extent I think it's a uh, it, it's not I wouldn't say a phony market or usual. It's just that it's affected by the uh, what has what has gone on and what would be my personal feeling is if. Uh, I wouldn't rush to, to get involved or to get in. I would wait uh, maybe two to three months and let's see, see how they settle down. I think that makes a lot of sense. I mean, in the last 40 days, lumber prices have fallen almost 50% to a T from the highs in the early May. Yeah, but, but now they've priced, but the, 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 you're right, they've fallen that price. But the only reason they were up that high is because the demand outstripped out the supply. So builders were willing to pay any price to keep a project going. And it's not, it, it's, it's not uh, indicative of there being a true marketplace. It was just a, a situation where some builders would pay uh, more to, to get what they need. And that could be because they had a, a, a necessity to build at a certain period of time. They were already invested and they had to, had to end up with completion uh, so it's 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 hard to put a put a, a finger on it, except that it's illusory an illusory market as a result of a, a, a forced shortage. So in, in market conditions like this, where there's a big increase in the cost of new construction, would it make sense to focus on redevelopment of potentially fun functionally obsolete product rather than building ground up? Well, I it's, it's, it can't, it, it can't, it's, you can't say, is it better at the point to go for existing project? Yes, to, as against the new project. A new project in a new area, if the market is there, yes, you'll get the price. However, something that's built already has an advantage because it's there. You have to understand and it, what's, it, it actually drives uh, construction is, there is a gap. There's a gap from the time it's an idea to the time it's finished. All right, now, how long is that gap? We don't know. Uh, 
you may know, depending if you're building something fairly small, you say, okay, I can build it and I'm, I'll have my construction finished in nine months or a year. But once you go beyond that and you're building something substantial, maybe we're talking two or three years. Well, the market could be entirely different in two or three years, but that's the risk of building any, that's the risk of new construction. Now, it is also a, a flip side of that. The flip side is, yeah, there's a risk, but I, if I can buy it cheap now and the market goes good in three years, it'll be gangbusters. It'll be, wow, because I bought it cheap and I could afford and, and the market will re rebound. That's the gamble. That's real estate. Anytime we're dealing with new construction, that problem always occurs. Yeah, absolutely. I love my conversations with George. He has the big picture that comes with decades upon decades of experience, having seen multiple market cycles. He's seen construction in an up market and construction in a downturn. He's seen construction start in an up cycle and complete at the bottom of a market cycle and virtually every other scenario in between. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>